I'm Emily. And I'm Hannah. We are best friends and dietitians. We have a goal of challenging nutrition misinformation and fitness trends with an evidence-based approach. Each episode, we will dish up our thoughts about the latest facts on a popular health-related topic. We're the Upbeat Dietitians. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Upbeat Dietitians podcast. Hello, guys. Welcome to the pod. We thought getting close to American Thanksgiving and Christmas, if you celebrate holidays such as those, that it would be good to discuss as you're maybe spending more time with friends and family, what to do if said friends and family don't fully understand your intuitive eating journey, or if they're kind of fat phobic, (laughs) maybe things you can do about that. So we're going to go over in today's episode, um, a few general tips. And at the end, we're actually going to go through like different scenarios. So like if aunt Karen says this, how do I reply? So got that to look forward to today. Yeah. It'll be exciting time. And what better time than before all the holidays. And we know we're going to see people we probably haven't seen in a while. Yeah. You're going to listen to this live though, or not live, but as soon as it comes out, because this is coming out Wednesday. <laughs> Thanksgiving's on Thursday. So let's hope you get ready. (laughs) We'll promote the heck out of it on social media to get you listening. Yeah. So let's get right into it. Our first thing we're going to talk about is if family and friends are not as supportive of your intuitive eating journey, kind of your motivation to heal that relationship with food and your mental health, we have to remember where they're coming from and they're probably coming from not to not to say that like good job like that kind of sense where they're coming from more of like they're probably coming from a diet culture mindset diet culture has been around for decades and a lot of people that's all kind of they know exactly so exactly. It can, so like it's probably not ill intentioned it might feel like it and we certainly don't agree that it's the right thing for them to do, but they probably just don't know any better, which isn't validating their thing that they're doing, but they just don't know better. Yeah. It kind of soft, hopefully softens the blow a little bit to know that maybe there's some ignorance there, but what we can do instead of getting really upset about it and being really aggressive back toward them, we can plant some intuitive eating seeds and you don't even have to say intuitive eating because that might trigger something you could plant some non-intuitive eating like right out seeds like if someone talks about oh i could never have a second serving of potatoes i would gain so much weight maybe you say something like oh i'm listening to my body i'm respecting my body um my comments like that aren't going to, aren't really beneficial or helpful. Um, and I appreciate if you don't, this is kind of going into the scenarios a little bit, but just like trying to drop some productive comments or productive kind of rebuttals to their comments, especially if it's coming from a really diety standpoint where like I'm on the keto diet, I can't eat anything here except for gravy and turkey what a sad Thanksgiving that would be. It'd be terrible. Not that Thanksgiving gravy or turkey and gravy isn't good. 
Yeah, but you can have pie or stuffing, which we'll debate at the end if we call it stuffing or dressing. So spoiler alert on the bonus question today. Okay. (laughs) Stay tuned for that wild ride. Yeah. But yeah, Yeah. I like, I wrote an example on this of like, even in my experience, I think Emily can relate to this too, that like we were trained in a very weight centric method in college. And if in the beginning of our practice, we also were counseling on weight loss for our clients because we didn't know any better. Like we didn't fully believe in haze. We thought people who are in larger bodies are just lazy, eating themselves to death, you know, that whole spiel. So people, maybe not even intentionally, but like on social media, we'd get little seeds or like little nuggets of information about haze intuitive eating. And so we eventually kept learning about it. But if someone were to like come up to us and try to argue with us about like weight loss Mm -hmm. versus intuitive eating, it wouldn't have gone over well. So same thing kind of applies for you and your family members. While you might firmly believe what you believe in, and they probably do too, um, trying to change someone's mind really works as we've discussed or experienced with our comments that we get a lot of times. No use arguing with people like that who aren't quite on the same page as you. Yeah. And it's also kind of gauging where that person's at. Sometimes people aren't going to change their mind no matter how many facts you put in front of them. And it's kind of a like weighing the options of, is this worth putting my energy even into right now and planting those seeds? And I agree, Hannah. I don't think, I'm pretty sure actually some like social medias have had come at us full on haze and we were like, what? Yeah. But as we saw it over and over and over again in little dosages, or doses we caught on yeah and we, we like decided we wanted to like learn more about it so we did our own research mm-hmm. and started reading and no one told us we had to do those things we definitely still could be weight loss dietitians there are plenty out there and what they're doing is you know their own thing but no one tried to convince us which was good because it probably wouldn't have gone over well no no it would not so let's go on to our, on to our next one so our next one is that When someone does make comments, and like we said, we'll go over a few scenarios, all that you can control is how you react to it. So what they say is not of like your choosing. You don't get to pick what they're saying to you, obviously. So all you really can control is how you're reacting when someone says something that doesn't quite rub you the right way. Yeah. And oftentimes they're projecting their own insecurities. It's not even about you. I would say nine times out of 10, it actually is like they have something going on with their body or their relationship with food or just where they are mentally. And they see you maybe being doing something that in their rule book is not allowed. And then they project that. And they think it's okay because you're family or friends, which that's another foreshadowing to another thing we'll talk about, but it's important to not give them that power over you. Don't put in energy. That's just not worth it. You can kind of talk about like at the time, do you want to deflect it right away? Is it something where you have a strong enough personality or you're at the point where you feel confident challenging them back or even like bring up for discussion? Like we could talk about this a little bit more later to open up that space for discussion and conversation so that maybe they are in a place that they'd be a little bit more open to what you've been working on. But right now at that moment, maybe there's not the time for it. Maybe it's an awkwardly in front of the entire gathering. That would be 
a weird like 1v1 face off <laughs> I don't think we want that unless you're like I feel confident. like we would do that with intuitive eating and everything these days we would totally fight someone on it yes yeah but like with any scenario we that we'll go through today like Emily was kind of alluding to it's okay to just like walk away and ignore it like that can be your solution to any of these at this point yeah. if you're feeling comfortable with that and that only no it's not your job to educate them that's yeah. what we're kind of here for. Yeah. Refer them to our podcast. That'd be a great thing to do. Yeah. Like I've been listening to this really great podcast. I think you should listen to it. Oh, 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 oh. Super easy. Yeah. <laughs> we can control how we react, but we can't control other people. Unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> the oldest sibling in me does not like that one, but Same. it's true. <laughs> Same. So let's talk about the next one. We kind of talked about this a little bit already, but there's this like weird stigma around relationships with our family members and friends or more so family members, I would say, where you can kind of treat each other however you like just because you're blood related. And I feel like that holds some ground because at the end of the day, like my sister, for example, I always think of like, um, I don't think she listens to the podcast. No, she definitely does. I'm going to fill it. <laughs> but like we bully each other sometimes, but I know we're still going to like be okay at the end of the day. But then like if it's full on like verbal abuse, then there's a line. Like you can't just treat people terribly because they're family. That's That's not okay. It's not even just food related or comments about people's bodies it's any situation they are still a human being who deserve respect and kindness um refer them to that section just there just be like listen to minute like 12 of episode 76 of the dietitians i think it'd be really beneficial for you <laughs> subtweet yeah don't tell them why you're referring them to it just tell no. them to listen to it and they'll catch the hint hopefully yeah so if you're listening to this because you were told to listen to this minute of the podcast be nice to your family members and if not yeah. don't get pissed when they cut you off because you're being a jerk you probably exactly. deserve it family members don't owe you anything no. no and you guys know this but we're gonna reiterate it reiterate it if someone's working on their mental health we should support them or just yeah. like working on trying to be a better person or like just work on anything. Like, of course, there's a degree, like I always think of like the obsessive side of it, but like just to like, if someone's starting on something, let's not just argue with them because it's something different right? than what we know. Yeah. I think of like someone who maybe is like starting a business that you maybe think is going to flop, like. Mm -hmm. maybe they're creating, I can think of something weird right now, but something really ridiculous, a weird product that you're like, that's not going to ever work out. They're not looking for your advice and like your business expertise. No. They're probably just looking for your support. Someone to talk about it with. They're very excited about a new venture. Yeah. So no matter what they're working on, like we got to support them in that versus trying to like shut them down and make them feel silly or whatever it is. Yeah. And they mostly just like want to share. Yeah. share with someone else yeah people love talking about themselves and it's that's the funny little thing about humans we get to like talk about our little journeys with everyone it's kind of cute mm -hmm. yeah yeah 
So let's be nice. Yeah, be nice. At family members, but at podcasters. If someone's mean to you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, thinking, I'm thinking some don't they do what I'm thinking. I'm like, cut them off. Beat them up. Don't do either. Don't beat them up. No physical harm, don't, please. No physical harm. <laughs> we don't advocate for that. Um, brush them off. There we go. Brush yeah. them off and walk away. Yeah. Okay, let's go on to the next one. Next one's all about, oh, I know we all have a friend or family member like this who comments on your body or someone else's body, maybe that you've watched from a bird's eye view, maybe. Someone says like, oh, you've lost weight. You look so good. Or the other side of, oh, what's going on? Looks like you've gained some weight. No matter what the situation is, whether it's weight gain or weight loss, which unfortunately it usually ends up being, oh, you lost weight. That's a good thing. Oh, you gained weight. That's a bad thing. Even though it's not always the case. Any comments about someone's body is just not good. <laughs> I don't know no. how to put that. Like it's nothing to do with you. And also it creates or supports the idea that losing weight is always the healthy thing for someone. And that's not always the case. So no. what we'd say for this one is Again, you could always just ignore it, like just don't even acknowledge it or just politely say like, hey, I'd rather you not discuss my body. It's none of your concern. If you want to be really sassy, go for it and just say like, or like just give them the bird maybe. I don't know, but <laughs> whatever you're comfortable with as an Enneagram nine, I would not be doing that. We're not going to be fighting because that makes me nervous. Um, yeah. But anyway, if someone's coming with your body, just either ignore it, ask them to stop. And if you're the person listening who does that, if you see someone and you're like, oh, you lost weight, you're looking great. What are you doing? How can I do what you're doing? Stop doing that. Don't, don't do that. You don't know what the person's going through, why they have lost or gained weight. And frankly, it's none of your concern. Nope. We're there to celebrate family and bonding. <laughs> Not changes in body types. Like it's like the most boring thing in the world. I hate that. No, like it's so, and it's always the same. Yes. It doesn't change. It's so boring. Like people at work sometimes will say like, oh, did you see so-and-so? Like she's lost so much weight. Like what, what do I say to that? I literally could not care less. Yeah. I could not care less. Like what are your religious beliefs? Let's get into that. That's more fun <laughs> or literally anything else. <laughs> Is like, let's not talk about weight. Let's talk about religious controversy. <laughs> what childhood trauma do you have that we can talk about? It's okay. You're talking about mental health more with your coworkers. So that's been yeah. good. That's and your about contribution, me. which is very good. That's a I huge, know. that's a whole stigma in itself there. Have I told the story? I think I have on here. I think I probably told at least you where we were like, my coworkers are all like 10 years older than me and I love them. Um, but mental health is, I don't think in a lot of cases quite as talked about. Um, so one time we were all out and we were like getting drinks and I was like a drink and I'm like, mm, I can just like feel the social anxiety melting away. And they like looked at me like I was crazy. They're like, why would you say that out loud? I'm like, oh, that's not like an old thing to say out loud. So I thought it was very weird that I was expressing my, my social anxiety outwardly. Yeah. No, I'm glad we are much more upfront about mental health and whatnot. Even if it's a little bit, we throw it out there. <laughs> it makes them feel a little awkward sometimes. I no, think, but, but I kind of love it. <laughs> I know. 
let's talk about that next time be like someone's like oh you that person's changed i'll be like oh let's talk about my mental health issues actually <laughs> i'm glad you brought it up <laughs> yeah i actually like lost all this weight because i'm severely depressed thank you for noticing i yeah i could really use some help actually that will really teach them not to comment on your body because yeah. we don't want you to be depressed no and weight that you lose while feeling depressed, I wouldn't say it's healthy weight loss. No, no. Our last kind of little tidbit, what just talking about, talking about intuitive eating around like those family friends that might not be that supportive. We talked about this a little bit while ago, but you don't have to educate them and that's okay. Provide them with resources and about intuitive eating so they can learn more you don't have to shove it in their face like here's a list of every social media dietitian you should follow or the book or the workbook and this podcast and this blog post no you if they see one gauge if they're even open to it because don't waste your time on people that don't want to listen to you or just want to hear themselves talk um and then have a couple on hand maybe that you enjoy listening to hopefully this podcast is one of them because you are here listening um if not our feelings won't be hurt but intuitive eating dietitian (laughs) maybe a little bit (laughs) intuitive eating dietitians podcasts blogs also we have a blog by the way I don't know if we've ever talked about that probably not (laughs) we post pretty regularly on there yeah we post like weekly yeah. About intuitive eating, exercise, general nutrition tips. So that's a really great resource. And then making sure that you're providing them with legitimate resources, just so like, not, we don't think they're going to come around and like next holiday, they'll be like, you showed me this resource and I debunked it. Like, I don't think anyone cares that much. If not, they need hobbies. <laughs> But making sure that whoever you're referring to is a credible source. As always, if we talk about dietitians in the field of nutrition in general. Yeah. Um, I had an idea for the next section. Let me know if you're game. What if we like role played it? So like one of us like was the meanie and the other one was like the intuitive eater and they were like saying the quotes. That could be fun. Okay. I can go first with the one I can like be the mean person. Okay. Okay. So we're going to go through sample situations. And apparently this feels like a test. This feels like a case study or something. (laughs) Like some like class activity where we're presenting to the class right now. Yeah. We please grade us. Let us know. No, please don't. (laughs) We do. But only say nice things. I don't want to hear mean things. No mean comments. None of that allowed. Yeah. We get enough of those. We're sensitive. (laughs) I'm okay. sensitive to you guys, the ones that care about us a little bit. More. That's true. If it's a, a troll, I don't really care. No. If you're a, a fan and you're saying mean things, man. Then I'm going to be a little, we're letting you down. Anyway, let's talk about the situation yeah, okay. before we talk about our feelings more. So here we go. I'm going to be the mean Aunt Karen. Yeah. So I started doing this diet and I just eat one meal a day, it's just kale. And then at the end of the day, if I'm still hungry, I get to sniff an almond. And then if I go to bed, not hungry, then I actually have to punch someone in the face because I did something wrong. What do you think about that? Oh, 
How I'm glad you're sharing that with me. Right now, I'm working on trying to get out of the diet space. I'm not sure if wanting to punch someone at the end of the day is the best feeling, but that's my opinion. It makes me a little bit uncomfortable to hear you say that you are starving yourself so much, but I'm going to continue eating my meals as my hung- my my body tells me to as my hunger cues tell me to um you do you I'm gonna work up myself though and my mental health and I don't know if doing something like that would be beneficial for me it was something I was thinking about I was about to say and now I'm blanking it literally had to do with what we just talked about do you have anything to say because my there's nothing going on in my brain right now. <laughs> nothing behind those <laughs> eyes. <laughs> Literally um, no thought. No. I think Emily did a good job giving, like, what's the word? Like, you were respectful of her choice to do what she wants to do, but you were just explaining how you feel. Speaking your truth, I guess would be Speak the way to put truth. it. I My RA training kicked in a little bit. And I was thinking use more I statements compared to you statements. Oh. So that's always something good to keep in mind. So that's they don't one. feel as attacked. Yeah, I hope Karen stops sniffing elements. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's a diet out there that does that. I guarantee Oh yeah, it. 100%. Your septum one or whatever. Oh my gosh. I finally saw that. I saw an ad for it finally. Okay, what was the argument for? It was like, I don't know. It was just like a picture I saw, but like, it's like a magnet thing you put on your septum and it does some detox or weight loss or something. Yeah. So then they're going to have like earrings for it. They're going to have like headphones. Oh my God. So crazy. Okay, let's do the next one. I will be the Aunt Karen because Aunt Karen's the meanie (laughs) for all of these. So Hannah, I haven't seen you since 4th of July. It's been so many months and it looks like you've gained a little bit of weight. Are you doing okay? I would just really appreciate it if we didn't comment on my body. There are way more interesting things we could discuss. Um, Actually, since the 4th of July, I've ran six marathons. I ran for president. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) I found the cure for cancer. So I feel like my body is the least interesting thing about me at this time. You know what? You're right. You're going to change lives. President Hannah cancer cure marathon six marathons in like five months <laughs> you're right that is being the president might be a little bit more interesting than your weight <laughs> the first female president at the right ah. age of 25 <laughs> and we don't need any type of cancer treatment anymore because you cured it yeah yeah. Longe- longevity of humans just went up by like 30 years. Yeah. I'm up three pant sizes, but cancer's cured. Scene. <laughs> Scene. Okay. I know at that one, I was being a little silly and dramatic, like I usually am. Um, 
but you can seriously just like switch the topic, like talk about other things. Yeah. I think that's a good idea to talk about like what you like non obviously non-body things like going on, like the functional victory of, of running a marathon, but also like the educational victory of curing cancer (laughs) and the like, I don't even know if we all, any of us have political victories in mind, but political victory definitely that's the last (laughs) I would ever want in my entire life to be president. I would rather, I don't know what's worse. I can't think of anything. I would rather be an astronaut, which also would be not bad, than be president. I feel like astronaut being fun. Oh my god, uh, going into like a place where there's like literally no end, like there's no boundaries. The ocean and space. Mm-mm. Ocean is the ocean is scary. Scares the crap out of me. Yeah, I What's feel like I, more the ocean or space. The ocean. Really? I asked Ross, yeah. and he said space because there's like no end to it. I feel like only because if something were to sneak up on me in space, I'd accept it because I'm sure there's got to be aliens out there. There's no way we're the only things that are alive. Oh my gosh. Water, terror. I don't like not being able to see. No. That's it's like so dark down there. Ross and yes. I always watch videos, YouTube videos of the ocean. <laughs> why would you do that? I don't know why. It's so scary. I literally swipe away on TikTok. I get so scared. Or like the big waves. Oh. No. No, 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 no. No. So yeah, I would either be an oceanographer. Is that the, is that the word? Or a microbiologist. An yeah. Before I would be the president. <laughs> Running a country with my non-confrontational personality. Can you imagine? I'd be like, take us over. I don't care. You own America now. <laughs> you, own- <laughs> you earned it. I would hate the popularity contest part of it where like you have yeah. to like win all these people over. I'd be like, I don't like you. I, I don't, don't care, care if you, if you like don't me. like yeah. me. But you can't say that. No, you obviously want to get votes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you will not catch us running for president. We'll be doing this podcast forever. Yes. Yeah. Non-presidential candidates. Yeah. Maybe we'll win things that you don't have to be voted for. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> I know. And then I feel like, did we earn it if no one actually voted for us to win it? <laughs> That's okay. Okay. This is the next one. I get to be mean again. I love this. I'm usually not very mean. So it's always fun when I get to pretend. <laughs> oh my God. Are you really going to eat all that? I see you've got pie stuffing and what's another carb food? Um, pie stuffing. What else do we eat? Mashed potatoes on your plate. Do you know how many grams of carbs are in that and how you're going to get diabetes from that? Whoa. I'm. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Say that. <laughs> I, would never... <laughs> I mean, I would never say what I just said either, but whoa. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'd start laughing or maybe I just stare stunned. All right, I'm going to, let's talk about what you just said. So these foods make me really happy. I'm not only eating for my physical health, but also my mental health. And these foods make me happy. So they help my mental health. I don't really like demonizing food because it makes me feel guilty after eating. And that's 
I've had really bad experiences with guilt after eating in the past, and I don't want to go down that route again. Carbs won't give you diabetes. I don't know if you're a, no, that's too sassy. I have to tell it back. Whoa. (laughs) Food doesn't really have a moral value. Food is just food. And this food makes me happy. And that's what I care about. I'm not going to eat like this every single day. And it's not very helpful to think about food that way and demonize it. This pie and this stuffing and mashed potatoes is not out to get us. It doesn't have a personal agenda to kill (laughs) us. I'm going to enjoy my food. And I appreciate it if you didn't make comments about my food. You're welcome to another piece of pie if that might make you a little bit happier. Ooh, burn. (laughs) That was good. That was good. It was quite a monologue. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like at this point, Aunt Karen's just like walked away. (laughs) Aunt Karen and everyone at the dinner table stopped eating and sat to listen to that monologue. I just gave a TED talk. (laughs) <laughs> There's a lot of good nuggets though we can pull from on that one. That was good. Yeah, you obviously you don't have to say all of that. You could literally just say making comments about what I'm eating is not helpful. Yeah. And no carbs will not give you diabetes. No. Okay. <clears throat> Let me think. Going up, we're getting food, <laughs> setting the Set scene. Set the scene. <laughs> Wow, that is a lot of pumpkin pie. I could never eat pumpkin pie. It's so bad for me. It causes me to gain five pounds overnight. I could never eat pie at all. I'm going to stick to my Brussels sprouts, which are really good. You should try some instead of some of that pie. (laughs) <laughs> whoa <You> Karen. <laughs> whoa <laughs> i don't know why that's that is just like tickling me that was so funny <laughs> okay and karen it is unhelpful to think of food in that way the only time that pumpkin pie would be considered bad would be if it murdered our entire family but i don't think it did that so this pumpkin pie is morally neutral and it tastes delicious. So I'm going to go ahead and have your slice and mine since you're having brussies instead. Can you just say murder out? <laughs> I also pulled a Schmidt move and said brussies. <laughs> Aunt Sharon, Aunt Sharon, Aunt Karen is shaketh. She is like shaking in her boots at this point. Pikachu shocked face. Do you know that meme? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's Aunt Karen right now. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> okay. Ready for the last one? Yes. <clears throat> I feel like we kind of already did this one a little bit, but we'll do it yeah. in a more intentional fashion. I'm so glad it's Thanksgiving and I can eat whatever I want because the calories don't count on Thanksgiving. And if I get fat today... Who cares? It's Thanksgiving. It's allowed. One meal isn't going to change your entire health composition. Um, 
it makes me a little bit uncomfortable to hear you say that because I don't think there's anything wrong with fat people. And also you joking about that is really insensitive. And where was the joke? <laughs> Explain it to me. That's classic. Was it people being fat? You're telling me that being fat is a punchline for you? Yeah. I don't get it. Is that? Just play Explain dumb. it. I don't get it. I love playing dumb. Yeah. I don't get it. Can you say it again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not repeating that. <laughs> Every, no, no, no. Like, everyone gather around. Aunt Karen has a funny joke to share. <laughs> you like puppy. Oh. <laughs> It'd be like public, public humiliation. Ooh, that's good. That's a good way to go. Yeah. Really bring the attention on them. Make them uncomfy. Gather around. All right. Hopefully, <laughs> gather around, family. <laughs> Let's hear the fatphobic jokes from Aunt Karen. So we hope that something you heard in one of our scenarios was helpful, whether it was more of a sassy-ass approach or just a, like, deflective approach of, Let's get out of this conversation as soon as possible. Yeah. Either work. Either works. Whatever fits your personality, fits the dynamic. Just know that you don't have to put up with it. Nope. Our last little section, we want to go over just real quickly, a little bit more into how, if you're listening, how you can support those that you may know who are trying to be, or they're working on their intuitive eating journey. So maybe you're not the one struggling with it or working on it, but you're the one supporting the family member who has a history of dieting and they're working on it and all of that. So our first one is to simply not talk about your diet. And I'd say that applies whether you know someone is working on intuitive eating or not, just like don't talk about it ever because it's literally so boring and who cares. (laughs) Um, But also it could be very triggering for someone who is truly working on their relationship with food as well. Yeah. It's not going to help anyone. Also, don't be the food police. This is something that you've probably worked on by yourself, but also hopefully by yourself, but also those thoughts of like policing other people's food decisions isn't helpful or just making those comments like we even had in the different scenarios like, oh, I can never eat that or that's a bad food. My diet wouldn't coincide with that or wow, that's going to make me gain five pounds overnight. Like that's, those comments just aren't helpful and aren't going to help them either. Or you. Yeah. It's not going to help anyone. Yeah. Next one is challenging. I said like challenging their comments, whether that means like the person who is struggling and working on their wish with food. Like if they say things that you notice maybe aren't the great mindset. Like if they say, oh, I shouldn't have this pie because I'll get diabetes, that kind of thing. Uh, maybe you like challenge them kindly and say like, oh, actually, like, why do you say that? Let's talk about it. Um, or if you notice like Aunt Karen and Emily are talking and Aunt Karen's being a bully about Emily's food choices, like you could always challenge Aunt Karen's words and be the third party to support Emily as well. Yeah. Stand up for each other. Yeah. And last thing to know is to trust the experts. We don't want to push onto others what works for you. This goes for not only a dieting space, like this diet works for me, but it also goes for an intuitive eating space. Like everyone's at a different place. Everyone starts at a different place. 
everyone moves at a different pace. Maybe what worked for you might not work for them. And that's okay. There isn't a one way to go. There isn't a cookie cutter way to go about intuitive eating. There is a lot of nuance with it. And that's okay. We should support them in whatever area they're at in their journey. And that's all we can do. We don't want to dictate their progress or belittle any of their progress just because it's different from our own journey. Yeah, precisely. So our bottom line today, unfortunately, as we go into holidays and family gatherings, it's likely that someone in the family or friend group, if you do Friendsgiving, has some kind of diet culture mindset, unless you hang out with RDs like we do a lot of times. Um, But likely someone's going to have comments like this. And so focusing on just what's best for you is always top priority, not only in this scenario, but pretty much all the time. So don't be afraid to change the subject. You can always challenge their thoughts and beliefs if you feel comfortable doing so, of course, in a way that's not rude back to them. And then like we said at the beginning, minimize your reactions. No point in like giving them the satisfaction of reacting in the way they want you to react. If they say something bad about your body or your food choices or whatever. Yeah. Good luck. You got this. Yeah. You got this. And if it doesn't go like you wanted to go, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. You did the best you can. As long as you're okay at the end of the night, that's what we're concerned about. Well, we've got a duo bonus question today. A two for one. I'm excited. Holiday special. Let's do the stuffing one first because I feel like we we'll probably agree on that one a little bit more because yeah. I don't know your answer to the first one. I don't know yours either. So, okay. Do you call it stuffing or dressing? Stuffing. I've dressing. never heard anyone say dressing. Is this like a whole nother like bread and butter pickle thing or do you know what like dressing is? Like they call it that sometimes. Are you talking about like wet stuffing? I've heard like, <laughs> this is the same thing. Stuffing and dressing, I just have heard used interchangeably. I've never heard that. What? Mm-mm. You would think we lived in like different countries sometimes. With <laughs> Even though we're like state to state. <laughs> I know. We share a border. Huh. Yeah. I've heard it called either. I think it's a regional thing, but I mean, we both call it stuffing. So I guess that's all that matters. Yeah. That, that <laughs> is us. all. We agreed. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Bigger question. Do you prefer turkey or ham at like Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever? I'm a strong turkey advocate. I do not think ham belongs anywhere near Thanksgiving. What? <laughs> because with my, I don't even know if I want to say religious views because we know how often I go to church. <laughs> I associate ham with like Christmas and Easter. Yeah, I could see that. And then like turkeys, Thanksgiving. I I I do agree with that part. I definitely see it that way too. But I get a little bit sad when there's no ham at Thanksgiving because I think turkey is so boring. Unless it's done really well. Yeah. Like my grandpa will like do it in his smoker and that's really good. Yeah. But like turkey has such a high probability of being like boring and dry. Unless you like That's true. and gravy. And in that I, case, I would always choose ham. Yeah. That's fair. That makes, I would not go out of my way probably to eat turkey just because of like, I find it a little bit boring, but yeah. with gravy and 
everything else. else that comes with it. And I love like putting it like on sandwiches and like mm-hmm. adding it to like pasta dishes as leftovers. Like I like turkey. I'll eat turkey, obviously, but if there's turkey there and ham there, I'm choosing ham every single time. I might disagree with that, except for Thanksgiving. <laughs> except for that. <laughs> but you bring up some good points that I can't <laughs> I can't dispute. <laughs> well, thanks. Cool. Okay, that was easier than usual. I guess we're not yeah. very passionate about Thanksgiving, although my favorite holiday is probably Thanksgiving. So I don't know why I'm really about this. I think it is. I don't really know. I don't have favorites mm. of anything, it's, as you know. It's true. You don't have any. Let's just say I like Thanksgiving a lot and I'm very excited <laughs> for Thursday. Yes. Well, happy holidays, everyone. Yeah. We're in a very exciting time. <laughs> Hannah and I thrive during this time. We hope you are thriving as well. Make sure you eat lots of good food. Make sure you bring home leftovers so you can experience it again. Or make like a Thanksgiving sandwich. Those are always fun. So good. And we'll see you next week. See you next week. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Gobble, gobble. Nope. Nope. (laughs) Thank you so much for tuning in on this episode of the Upbeat Dietitians with your hosts, Emily Krause and Hannah Thompson. We appreciate you all so much for continuing to support us. In order to support us and sustain the success of this podcast, please subscribe and leave a rating and review. If you'd like to provide us feedback for future episodes and guest stars, follow us on Instagram at the Upbeat Dietitians. Lastly, you can show us support by providing a monthly donation using the link at the end of our bio. Once again, thank you so much for listening today and stay tuned next Wednesday for a new episode. Until then, we hope you have a wonderful rest of your week.